0: all you need to know the bloomberg quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business good morning you're listening to the daily morning update from bloomberg quint and i'm alex matthew today is 911 here's the top news as of this morning us national security advisor john bolton has been fired President Donald Trump tweeted that he had fired Bolton after disagreeing strongly with many of his positions and that he would announce a successor next week. Only minutes later, Bolton contradicted the president on Twitter, saying that he had offered to resign on Monday night and that Trump had deferred the decision. If you're wondering why this is significant, it's because John Bolton was known for his hardline approach to all of the countries that the U.S. is currently having spats with. And that includes Iran, North Korea, China and Venezuela, or specifically Venezuelan President Nicolas Maduro. Back home, Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman spoke to reporters yesterday and said that the slowdown in auto sales was not just because of a higher tax, but due to several reasons, including the change in people's mindset, who now prefer cab aggregators like Ola, Uber and public transportation. The finance minister also said that the automotive sector had had its good time till about two years back and that it had been affected by the transition to Bharat Stage 6 emission norms and a higher registration fee. In top corporate news, Yes Bank on Tuesday termed as speculative in nature separate news reports on potential stake sale by the bank and its co-founder Rana Kapoor. Reuters quoted Yes Bank CEO Ravneet Gill as saying that the bank was closed to securing a deal to sell a minority stake to a global technology company to help boost the bank's capital. The Press Trust of India, citing unnamed sources, said that former CEO Kapoor and his family are in preliminary talks to sell their entire stake in Yes Bank to Paytm. According to the Reuters report, Geert said that the stake sale was initially likely to be less than 10% but it could rise, describing the buyer as one of the world's top three technology companies that had not previously invested in the bank. He didn't name the company though. Moody's Investor Service has said that the Reserve Bank of India's mandate to link new floating loans to external benchmarks will limit banks' flexibility in managing interest rate risk. It said that the new rules delay the ability of banks to reflect changes in funding costs of their lending rates since they will be linked to an external benchmark. Fraud-hit CG Power and Industrial Solutions Chief Executive Officer K.N. Neelkant has quit from all subsidiaries of the company after pressure from investors mounted. His resignation comes after allegations of irregularities under his watch. In international news, U.S. senators are concerned about whether American export controls are strong enough to prevent China from getting sensitive American technology through Hong Kong. Members of Congress also raised concerns that the Chinese government is using technology to suppress dissent in Hong Kong. In markets, U.S. stocks ended mixed, with the Dow gaining about three-tenths of a percent and the other two averages ending flat. In Asia, though, all three early rises have begun the session positively after China took another big step in opening its financial system to the rest of the world. The nation's primary currency regulator, the State Administration of Foreign Exchange, said in a statement on its website on Tuesday that foreign investors will no longer require quotas to buy Chinese stocks and bonds. The regulator also removed a $300 billion cap on foreign investment into its financial market. With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Darshan. How are we looking today?
1: Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Global queues are stable at this point of time. The SGX Nifty is indicating a positive outlook of almost 50 points. But remember, we were shut yesterday. Uh, The Asian markets and the SGX Nifty was up. So the SGX Nifty was down 50 points yesterday. So we will expect a flattish opening. Some of the stocks that need to be focused, yes bank will be in focus. Money control and PTI have indicated that PTM Oatner. 197 is in talks to pick up stake in Yes Bank. Yes Bank has said that they will continue to explore various means of capital raising. The other stock will be India Bulls Real Estate. The company will sell stake in four JV companies and commercial assets for an aggregate equity value of 44.20 crores to Blackstone Group. The stake sale will help achieve the company its target of being zero net debt. The deal is subject to closing adjustments and is expected to be complete soon. Reliance Capital will be in focus. Bloomberg reports that it has called off a stake sale of its general insurance unit to Hero Fincorp. Reliance Nippon Life Asset Management. uh, Reliance Capital plans to sell 1.9 crore shares or 3% of the equity. The date of the sale will occur between 11th and 12th and the flow price is at 262 per share. DFM Foods will be in focus. AI Global Investments has made an open offer for 1.3 crore shares or 26% of the equity to the public. And the offer is made at 249.5 per share, which is a discount of 9%. EverReady will be in focus. The company has reacted to the newspaper reports of uh, Duracell buying. They are saying there is no definitive decision taken on Duracell buying assets of the company. Some of the brokerages in focus. CLSA has cut Ashok Leyland's target. To 40 from 50 and maintained a sell. They're saying it's too early and too expensive to call for the stock bottom. Goldman Sachs has upgraded Bandhan Bank to a buy with a target price of 615, which means a potential upside of 37%. They believe that the concern over Bandhan's asset quality are overdone and it will be a beneficiary of the moderating interest cycle. And Credit Suisse has downgraded India to a market weight. Uh, Korea is no longer doing worse than India is something that they say and they've upgraded Korea to an overweight. There's a two-step fall for India from number six to number eight on the scorecard but they still believe that the global monetary easing will help India more than most of the Asian markets. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that log on to our website bloombergwin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks Sarshan. Well, that's
0: all we have for you on this podcast, but there's a lot more on the website, BloombergQuint.com, so do check that out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.